Can you say hello to Dan just so that we... Hi. <laughs> hello, Natasha. Tell me about your love of sailing. What drew you to want to sail and spend time on the water? On holiday, mum, mum and dad took me on holiday and I went to the Calvert Trust and that's where I started sailing. You feel, you feel free on the water. Yeah. Do you know why you like to be free? Because nobody can tell me what to do. <laughs> now, Natasha, yeah. I have been told that you're actually a very, very, very good sailor. When did you start to challenge yourself and push your sailing further and further? <laughs> Natasha said when she she wanted to sail across the Atlantic, but I think it was actually before then, wasn't it? So, so what Dan was meaning, when did you decide? So you'd done some sailing when you were little, and then you there was a, a particular reason, wasn't there, why you wanted to start to do challenges? Because one of my instructors had an accident in Cow's Week. He had to be rescued by the RNLI. And that's why I thought it'd be nice to raise money for them. I came up with a plan with my instructor. And it was wicked. <laughs> I wanted to sail around the Isle of Wight. I sip, the sails come in. It's simple. <laughs> I'm intrigued, Natasha about how you control the boat when you sail. Can you tell me about sip and puff? So that started off, I was a bit naughty. Natasha wouldn't let anybody else help her. So she did the whole thing herself and she wouldn't let anybody else help at all. So how long did the sail take you, Natasha? From 6am till 6pm. By the end, you'd sipped and puffed so much your lips were bleeding. Do you remember? It was pretty hard. Were you tired at the end of it? Really, really shattered. I can imagine. And how much did you raise for the RNLI? £17,000. That is not bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. What other challenges have you done in your fundraising since then, Natasha? Because I heard you have done an awful lot of challenges. I sailed across the Channel to France. And up to Wales. And I've climbed Cairngorm. And a mountain called Kipur and Penny Fan and sailed across the Irish Sea in fact most of Great Britain not too bad and what was your latest challenge in 2020 
I always wanted to sail across the Atlantic. And, and I did. Natasha, <laughs> describe to me, what does the RNLI mean to you in your, in your heart? I am in awe of what they do. After being on the water and seeing what the th sea can throw up at you, you, you think they're pretty awesome, going out in all conditions. They're pretty, pretty special people, aren't they, to have to go out in those conditions. Can I ask you, Natasha, if, if it's okay, about your cerebral palsy? Because I can tell you're someone with a, a real kind of can-do attitude. Natasha, what does your cerebral palsy mean for you on a day-to-day -day basis? I think Natasha, Natasha needs help 24 hours a day with everything she does. Um, and that's why sailing means so much to her because when she gets in a boat, it is actually something she can do by herself. It's her decisions, which way to go, where she goes, completely her decision. Um, and, and that's something she doesn't get in everyday life. So um, she relies heavily on other people uh, to assist her. Tasha uses a manual wheelchair. She doesn't at the moment have a, a, an electric chair. So it's a manual wheelchair. So again, she's waiting for somebody to take her somewhere. Um, she has a walker that she uses um, that she needs help getting into and then assistance to use it. But then when she walks in it, she can actually move herself. So that also gives her a great amount of freedom to be able to stand up and walk, which is something she loves. But she does need us to help eating, drinking, getting dressed, everything else. Natasha needs support. And it is a teamwork. It's a team of us that supports Natasha. But Natasha's very much in control with her decisions and her ideas, isn't she, ladies? <laughs> so Natasha kind of comes up with these great ideas and plans and and we're there to assist and, and help make all these dreams happen, aren't we, Tash? But you haven't got any other ideas for us, have you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Natasha, oh, yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> Natasha, if I could ask you, could you tell me about your sailing school? The Missile Sailing School. I set up a sailing school. <laughs> to help other people like me. To sail like I do. Yeah, so we use one of Natasha's first boats and we take other people out with similar needs to Natasha so they can experience what Natasha has. That's right, isn't it? I've just got one last question. Okay. Natasha, do you know how much in total you have raised for the RNLI? Probably £28,000. Not bad. That's very, very good. I think 
I think he's he's meant a lot to Natasha because not it's not just the the initial. I think initially she got involved because of her her friend her her sailing instructor having the accident, and they wanted to give something back, so they did the round the island sail. But I think then what happened for Natasha is she got to know quite a lot of the crew, and it was her way, perhaps for other people, if they're they're saved and they want to give something back they might then volunteer themselves to join. But for Natasha, she can't very well volunteer to join our local RNLI. It's a bit like a ball. It started to roll. Okay. Yeah, it started to snowball, didn't it? So I think she got to to know the crew down there and she wanted to be part of that crew. And so she couldn't join and be a volunteer and join the crew. But the way she could become part of the community and give something back was by fundraising. And sailing was her way she could do something and give something back to the community. So Tasha is part of the crew by fundraising for them. And so because of that, she's made a lot of friends down at the RNLI. We've been to Christmas parties and various events with them. So she takes part on a different level, but still feels part of the, the team down there. And so it's really nice. So, I mean, we've been down to Poole and, and met lots of people down in Poole. She's done some sea survival training with the RNLI in the, the pool down at Poole, which was absolutely incredible. <laughs> and I loved it yeah she loved it we actually did the boat underwater and we put Tasha underwater wow. and the crew were down there with her because uh, we, we needed to experience if we were ever in that situation what it's like to come from an uptown boat you've got all the fumes all the smell the ropes you're very disorientated and so Tash was able to experience that with the whole team down at pool and um, we had the wave machine on the cold water and tash loved it um it was quite scary but it was wicked and um so i think you know it, it's been a two-way thing with the rnli that that the that natasha's given to them to raise money for them to save other people but it, it's been great for natasha because it's actually helped her sea survival skills when we've crossed the Atlantic and we've gone to do other challenges that we've had the right training from them to be able to do things safely and I think that's a big part of what we try and do is we want everything to be as safe as possible and so we've been able to do that through the training that Natasha's had from the RNLI and, uh, and we want to promote how to be safe on the water and how important the safety is um, and that the RNLI isn't just about saving lives at sea, it's preventing the accidents from happening in the first place and, and so that's what we've learnt and Natasha's learnt is how to prevent that and how to be yeah. safe at sea because that's, that's a huge part of what they do. And that's been great fun, hasn't it? And we're still involved with the, the team down there now at our local RNLI. And it's great to take part in their events, isn't it? And they're 
just how it's kind of like an extended family being part of the, the team. Yeah. If, is there anything else that you or Natasha would like to add? Because this is very much, Natasha, your story and your relationship with the RNLI. Is there anything else you want to say? Keep going. And thank you. Well, thank you, Natasha. It's been wonderful to speak to you. Thank you so much. Hello, this is Griff Rees-Jones. You've been listening to the RNLI's 200 Voices Collection. To hear more remarkable stories, head to rnli.org slash 200 Voices or subscribe to RNLI wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you for listening. 200 Voices is an adventurous audio limited production for the RNLI.